Scripture is from Mark 1, verses 29 through 39. Jesus heals many at Simon's house. You can find the scripture in front of your bulletin, on the screen, or in your Bible. As soon as they left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they told him about her at once. He came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her, and she began to serve them. That evening at sundown, they brought to him all who were sick or possessed with demons. And the whole city was gathered around the door. And he cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. A preaching tour in Galilee. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place, and there he prayed. And Simon and his companion, companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, everyone is searching for you. He answered, let us go on to the neighboring town so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came out to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in the synagogues, and casting out demons. The word of God for the people of God. Today we are going to be receiving Holy Communion, and we are going to do it by the method called intention, where you are given a piece of bread and you dip it in the cup, not your fingers, just the bread as a reminder that we are one people, we share one faith, and we are one in our love for God, we are one in our love for each other, we are one in our love for strangers and even for enemies. One of the biggest challenges of our faith is to love our enemies. And Nora Beth Kate, since it's your birthday, would you do me, I'm changing the plans, would you do me the honor, do us all the honor of serving communion today with me? Thank you. Now, a generation or two ago, family life was going to be revolutionized by an incredible invention called the washing machine. Or as we say in the South, the washing machine. Now, before that marvelous invention came along, washing the family's laundry was literally an all-day affair. So much so that it was given its own name. Wash day. People referred to one day of every week as wash day. But then the sun shone down from heaven. Birds danced in the sky. And behold, the washing machine was born and joy filled the earth. Throw your clothes into a machine, leave it, 
Go and relax with all your newfound time. Come back a couple hours later and voila, clean clothes. So what happened? Did we get more time to relax? Of course not. We used that time to get even more things done. How many of you have a computer in your home? How many of you have more than one in your home? Yeah, me too. What a wonderful device. Mail delivered anywhere in the world in seconds, milliseconds. Documents signed electronically. In so many ways, computers enable us to do more work in a whole lot less time. But do we get off work early? Of course not. We simply do more work and call that a good thing. It is like we are afraid of what might happen if we actually managed to be still for just one moment. And what have we achieved with all of our hard work and our busy lifestyles? In these days when no one in this church could keep up with Nora's schedule, she has two parents, so they have a chance to keep up with her schedule. Children have busier schedules than adults in some cases. And what have we achieved as a result of working from dawn to dusk and athletics and tennis and dance and gymnastics? I even met two students who learned welding and small engine repair after school was done. Where are we now? School shootings are out of control. Violence is at an all-time high. Someone disagrees with you, well, that's a perfect opportunity to fight it out. Someone cuts you off in traffic, everyone knows you run them off the road. That's reasonable. Poverty, drugs, homelessness, injustice, war. We truly are living in a world that could use a good exorcism. Fortunately, I truly believe that Mark shows us the way to make that happen. So let us pray and let us hear what Mark has to say. Speak to us, O Lord. Speak to us a message of making a difference. 
of changing, a world of transforming a world. Help us to be, by what we hear today, the people you intend us to be. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. The Gospel of Mark relates so very, very well to our jam-packed, busy world. We get introduced to John the Baptist Then Jesus comes from Nazareth and is baptized. Immediately, Jesus is driven off into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan. Then he goes to Galilee to begin preaching. He chooses his first disciples. Jesus reveals his authority by preaching more strongly than Moses and casting out unclean spirits. Jesus heals Simon's mother-in-law and heals many others and casts out a whole lot of demons. In this chapter, Jesus heals a leper, and we shall hear how Jesus took time to go mountain climbing to attend a conference with God. It's bam, 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 one thing right after another without stopping in just 45 verses. And when his disciples came looking for him, he was ready to move on to the next place and do it all over again. Yes, Mark can relate to our world. And more precisely, Jesus said, let us go nearby so I can preach there, so I can proclaim the message, so I can preach there. He did not say, let's go there so I can do some more healing. Jesus did not say, Uh, Let's go over there so I can cast out some more unclean spirits. He said, so I can preach the message, which is what I came to do. Jesus did not come to cast out evil spirits. Doing exorcisms was not his mission. Healing. Wonderful gift. Again, not what he came to do. Jesus came to preach good news and to become the Savior of us all. Jesus wasn't busy doing things. Jesus was busy doing God things. Jesus wasn't just busy. Jesus was busy fulfilling his God-given purpose. Taking care of family is a wonderful thing, a good thing. Living God's purpose in your family is a great 
thing. Helping our church family and our neighbors is a good thing. But living in God's kingdom now and sharing it and growing it is a great thing. And it is the way to exercise the world. To fill your life with God's purposes and to help others do the same in faith. As we come to Holy Communion, celebrate because Jesus came and he fulfilled God's mission. But then you know we have to ask the question, what about us? Are you, am I, fulfilling God's purpose for my life, for your life? If you will join me, Nora. <laughs>